0: Thanks for tuning in to Glen Cove Spotlight. I'm Eric Schumann.
1: And I'm Carolyn Ipel. Glen Cove Spotlight is produced by the Glen Cove Senior Center.
0: And we shine a light on the arts, local businesses, events, community members, and everything special about Glen Cove.
1: On today's episode of Glen Cove Spotlight, we'll be joined by Christine Rice, Executive Director of the Glen Cove Senior Center. First, though, Eric and I will be getting to know each other better. That's right. Hello, Eric. Hello, Carolyn. So Eric, please tell us a little bit about (laughs) yourself. I do know that you live in the city of Glen Cove. I do. I
0: do. I love Glen Cove. I moved in about 10 years ago. And when my wife and I were first looking at houses, Glen Cove was actually the first place we started to look. Mm. Um, we love the fact that it's got all the waterfront, it's got some great parks, that Glen Cove golf course is amazing, um, some wonderful restaurants, and a lot to do in the city. How about you? Where do you live? Oh, it's wonderful, isn't it? <laughs> I agree
1: with you. Oh, so my first house I actually bought in Glen Cove in 1994. Mm. Uh, left for a while and just came back to Glen Cove recently in the last oh, few great. years. So we own our home in Glen Cove. And like you, I feel there's so much that Glen Cove offers and the beaches and the parks and yeah. the people and the music. I agree with you. I love it. We are so happy in Glen Cove.
0: It's really a great place to raise a family because there's just so much to do for all ages. The schools are great all the wonderful places to do physical activities. Yes. I mean, like Wellwyn, for example, we were just there just the other week hiking. It's a beautiful place.
1: Oh, Wellwyn is beautiful. Yeah. Absolutely. Do you take pictures while you're there?
0: Uh, We try and take pictures whenever we can, whenever we're out. You know, we try and send them to grandma and grandpa Mm -hmm. and family members. And of course, you know, we obviously want to keep those pictures so that as the kids get older, we get to show them all the wonderful things they did when they were younger. Um, How about you? You're into photography, I know. I am,
1: I do, (laughs) I love it. I've been into photography for over 20 years and uh, it is a passion of mine, definitely. And you know, there's so much wildlife in Glen Cove too. That's fun to shoot. I do love taking pictures of people, but I also do love uh, just being out in nature and taking pictures of wildlife as well.
0: What's your favorite camera to use?
1: I like my Canon yeah yeah I've always had Canon girl always yes (laughs) absolutely so so tell us a little bit how long have you been at the senior center
0: Uh, I've actually worked at the senior center now for about two years Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, it's probably one of the best places I've ever worked and I've worked in many different areas I was a a teacher and I've owned my own business with uh, coaching and all different things and I absolutely love working for the city. Uh, it's a great place also not only to live, but to work. Mm-hmm. And the center is uh, just a, a place that there's there's so much to do. It's thriving. Mm-hmm. And we have a huge senior community in the city. Yes, so it's really important to have such an amazing place and to have somewhere where they can go and, and have not only just so many special events, but... In the center, but we do a lot outside of the center. So we go on a lot of trips. We uh, are uh, we work with a lot of all different organizations in the city. So it's really. really nice place to work. It's a great team of people that work there, and we have a really nice, wonderful senior community.
1: And you're the director of activities,
0: correct? Activities and programming there, yeah. And
1: you do run a very full program. I've seen your calendars. I've seen everything that's posted at the center. Mm -hmm. It's very impressive, and I know people love to join in and be involved.
0: Yeah, we try and add something new uh, almost every month, and we have uh, tons of classes. So that they can still, you know, and no matter what age you are, you can still learn something. Mm -hmm. And there's a wonderful, um, Different games and dances and just special events. We obviously all, always celebrate the holidays there, so it, it really is a nice, nice place, and it's we have a lot very to offer. Warm and welcoming place yes. too,
1: and the whole team there is so welcoming. You, Absolutely, you are an incredible team. You're really like family there. I've noticed.
0: Yeah, and our special guest today, Christine Rice, mm-hmm. is our executive director, and uh, she has come in just a few months ago, and it's like she's been there forever. Um, she uh, jumped right in. She already knows everybody. She's done some wonderful things, and we're very happy to have her there.
1: And she's an incredible human being. And so we're so excited to have her on the show today to yeah. share with us. And she'll be on our second and third segment. So Absolutely. that's um more to be continued there, for sure. So <laughs> definitely. 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 So tell us a little bit more about you. Do you have any special hobbies, any special interests that you do outside of the senior center?
0: Well, I certainly still love to coach. I, I still like to be active. Uh, I love spending time with my kids. Um, we How do old a lot are of... Your kids? My oldest, Luke, is uh, seven. He's about to turn eight in uh, April. My middle child, Dylan, just turned five. And Brooke is turning... Uh, three next month. Actually, now that I think about it, it's already three. That went really quick. Um, and you know they all attend the schools in Glen Cove, and we've been very happy uh, with that. And there's some wonderful after-school uh, activities and and all different things to sign up for, b- both in sports and and arts and everything else. So it's been uh, a lot of fun to see them grow and enjoy the city themselves. Um, but as far as hobbies, I definitely love m- music and movies. I'm a drummer. Um, oh, I did
1: not know that. Yeah,
0: I've been a drummer for a very long time. I'm very a little cool. rusty now, okay. but I love drumming and uh it's something I still do some drum circles mm-hmm. every now and then in the city, which is fun. Um but yeah, I, I love drumming and a f- Of course, you know, it's uh, very exciting for the kids to be able to hit anything that dad has, no matter what size drum, no matter if they can or can't touch it. They want to play something, crash the cymbal, hit the drum, you know, so they all consider themselves drummers now, too. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, I'm slowly getting into photography, nowhere near your level, but I certainly like to take pictures. Uh, I love comedy. I've done stand up and sketch and improv, um, so I enjoy all that. I certainly like to be active. I, I do play a lot of pickleball and teach a lot of pickleball. Um, I like hiking. I like traveling. So a nice mix of all different things. How about you? What are some of your interests and hobbies? Well, and I'll
1: tell you that, but I'm just curious. Do you play pickleball in Glen Cove?
0: I do. Actually, um, it's funny that you mentioned that. The um, park over uh, by the golf course, Stanko Park, Mm -hmm. they actually have a dedicated outdoor pickleball court, which is very rare. Most pickleball courts are on a tennis court. Um, so we're very lucky for the city of Glencove to have uh, this dedicated pickleball court. And then they have lines on the tennis courts and on the handball courts because there's so many players in Glen Cove. It's a, quite an active pickleball community in the city of Glencove. happy to be a part of it. And the YMCA also offers pickleball. Um, so we definitely are lucky to have that wonderful court there. And people love playing outside there. And you know, while you're playing there, there's a playground right there, so your kids can play on the playground. Uh, it's overlooking the water, so you have that, and then of course you go into the view restaurant right after and have something to eat it's right after you're done spot. playing. Absolutely, yeah,
1: it's that really, whole really area nice. is just beautiful. Yeah, so, yes, definitely.
0: So, how about you? You've never tried pickleball yet. Though.
1: I haven't, I and I would really like to. I played, played tennis. Oh, so you're in good. my younger years, and I love it. So, um, I would like to check out pickleball. Oh, you're going to have a blast okay. if you're ready to. Would good at you tennis, give me a lesson? Of course. Okay, great. Of course. <laughs> I'm going to take you up on it. Yeah,
0: definitely. Okay, great. So as far as outdoor activities, what are some that, that you're really interested in?
1: I love the beach. Mm. I love to swim. I love to walk. We have animals, so we have two dogs. So I I walk them. What kind of dogs? <laughs> both rescues. Oh yeah. They're fabulous. Yeah, both mutts, That's but awesome. adorable as anything. Um, so just being outside just makes me so happy. Yeah. You know, and then also spending time with family. I'm a real family person. That's great. Any downtime like that, friends. Do you have kids? Um, I do. I have a daughter. She's 23. Oh, that's great. She just graduated school last spring. Uh, She lives home. She's fabulous. So, yeah, she's great. Her name's Catherine.
0: Oh, that's really nice. She's a
1: good kid. So I'm lucky. A good young woman, I should say, actually. And it does go
0: fast. (laughs) It does. It certainly does.
1: (laughs) Um, I love going into the city. I love being out in Montauk.
0: Mm. Speaking of the city, you know what I just saw? I saw on Broadway the new Harry Potter show uh, it was it was a lot better than i thought it would would be it's like a two-part show mm. so they they have uh an, two entire shows um and you have to kind of see them back to back because otherwise if, you
1: see it the same day
0: you see them the same day so we went in we saw like uh, i guess a two o'clock performance and we get out of there at like 10 30 there's a break in between the show but it's it's a really long uh sh- show both shows are about three hours but uh, even if you're not a harry potter fan i enjoyed harry potter and the kids now mm-hmm. are enjoying it um but i brought my uh, niece and nephew and they absolutely loved it it was a great show so uh yeah was
1: so it in your top 10
0: broadway yeah it, it might be just because yeah. of the special effects mm-hmm. and everything that occurred during the show it was pretty amazing um love going to broadway i don't get to go much but um another funny show i brought the kids to i brought them to see spongebob on, oh my on broadway. goodness really and i was surprised at how great that show was it was really, really what well did done. You love about it. The music. It was. It was actually interesting. The music was done by all these like famous artists. I've, of course, I'm not remembering who they are now. But all different artists for each different song, mm-hmm. and then they brought in an amazing uh, costume designer, an amazing director, and they wrote it from scratch. And it was a lot of fun. Um, they got the audience involved and there was a little uh, person making all the noises down there in the front. The band was great. I mean, it was a lot of fun. My son it loved very it. interactive. Yeah, it, it was. And you, you think, oh, SpongeBob. Well, right. But it was great. It was a <laughs> lot of fun. So going into the city, yeah, I don't get to go in as much as I, I love to, but I love going oh, to Broadway more than anything. Oh, me too. Seeing those shows. Yep. And oh. it's
1: interesting you say that so my gift to my family this year for Christmas it mm-hmm. wasn't about things it was about experiences. I so yes yeah. so in 2 weeks we're going to see Tina Turner the mm. Broadway. That's that's really new. Yes yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah. Um I also have tickets for West Side Story.
0: Oh classic.
1: And we're going to see Hamilton.
0: Oh so lucky. I, I still haven't seen that.
1: Yeah. So everyone oh, was jumping up awesome. and down on Christmas morning in my house.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's great. So you obviously have seen a lot of Broadway.
1: I have. I've seen a good amount. I also love big splashy Broadway too, like Forty mm. Second Street. Anything yeah. like that, dancing, music. I the love big show that. Stoppers. Oh yeah, something that has you on your feet at the end.
0: So love you it. asked me what if it was in my top ten. I said yes. Yeah. So curious, what is one of your favorite shows that you've ever seen on Broadway?
1: I would have to say Forty Second Street. Really, one of my it's favorite. A great show. Yeah, just because of. The whole theatrics of it, the dancing, the singing, I love it. Mm. I absolutely love it.
0: So. And it's its not bad to get into the city, too, from, speaking no, again, Glen Cove. You get right on. You transfer to Jamaica. Right? Yeah, you get right in. It's, a, it's easy to get to. Yeah, one of the other wonderful things about being in Glen Cove.
1: Oh, I know. I agree with you. So I will definitely get back to you and let you know. Have the Tina Turner show? Yeah, please
0: is. let me know. I know Hamilton obviously is amazing. I know a lot of people have seen it, but I don't know anyone that's seen the, the Tina it's so one yet. New yet. I think yeah. that's why. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. speaking of uh, Glen Cove, getting back to it, um, I have to say, we actually just went out the other night to eat and I. I'm amazed at how many amazing restaurants Mm -hmm. are actually in the city. Mm -hmm. There's so much to choose from, all different types of food, and they're all really good. They're really, really good. So I'm going to have to put you on the spot here. You're going to have to tell me what your favorite restaurant is in Glencoe.
1: Well, I have a couple of places we do enjoy eating, so it's not going to be just one. Okay,
0: understandable. So for
1: takeout, for quick takeout, like on the weekend when I'm not working, I love going into Rising Tide Mm. and getting food from there because I feel it's healthy. And I know Jerry, and he gives back so much to the community as well. He certainly does. So um, very often we can be found at The View. Uh-huh. On the golf course, Janine, yep, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Uh, Starbucks, of course, okay. <laughs> and we also really like Labusola, yeah. Labusola
0: is great, yeah. The My food friend is great, David there works, it works, there
1: yes. There. I yeah. know him too, yeah, he's great. yes, absolutely. Yeah. And sometimes even take out from there, so and
0: that's what's so great. Also, it's such a tight knit community, everyone knows each other, so right. you know, they're, they're so active, uh, in the community. For example, I, uh, you know i'm a den leader for one of the cub scout troops here in glen cove for my boys and we went around to these local restaurants and they were so giving and they had no problem supporting this wonderful group uh right here in glen cove and it's great to not only get to know them but the fact that they're supporting like uh, all these wonderful organizations especially the scouts in glen cove was was really nice to, to see and and uh, it, it was really uh wonderful gesture on their part um
1: and that's the energy in glen cove yeah and that's the people and that's what makes us
0: such a special place to live i
1: think we're a very tight-knit community and people really do care
0: and they really look out for you I mean, it's amazing how everyone knows each other. And if mm-hmm. you, you don't know this person, you know someone that knows that person. Yes. You know that it's not six degrees, it's two degrees it was operation that practically.
1: That is true. Absolutely. Okay, so what's your favorite okay. restaurant?
0: Um, again, it's very hard because it probably changes based on the mm-hmm. season and my mood. I know that sounds weird, but it's probably true. I have to say I'm really a big fan of the downtown. Okay, yes. Um, I like food. the selection of the mm-hmm. drinks, and I certainly like their food, and uh, it's very easygoing chill mm-hmm. atmosphere and especially on friday nights like in the summer when they have the downtown sounds mm-hmm. they have their tables all set up outside and you can just hang out there um which is also a really cool experience in glen cove
1: yes absolutely um, and if you haven't done it people that are listening definitely join us this summer in the warm oh, weather. Yeah. oh my gosh so much fun
0: uh, there's so much to do yeah. and uh actually also morgan park does all their shows yes, in the summer sunday as well nights. on sunday nights right incredible. on the water there mm-hmm. Beautiful spot, and I think they just celebrated like sixty years of doing all those shows, all those concerts every summer. Sixty years they've 60 been doing years. it, That's a lot. which is pretty amazing. And then not long ago, Glencoe celebrated th- their three hundred fiftieth year of uh, becoming an, a city. Yes, so we have like all these amazing. We
1: have a lot of rich history here, <laughs> which people history. don't realize.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so it's much pretty pleasure. incredible. Oh okay, goodness. so we we talked about our families. Mm-hmm. We talked about our restaurants. We talked about all of the wonderful places we like to visit in Glen Cove. So my question to you is, if you can change one thing about Glen Cove, is there anything you would change?
1: Ooh, I would have it's to, to think about that. That's a really, really good question. I surprised
0: you with that one. Anything you would change
1: I, well there's one thing I'd like to see more of okay and it would be a place for the homeless population I agree I'm very passionate about it I do a lot of volunteer work with it so for me it would be a safe place for people to go um, in the warm weather in the in to have warmth at night in the cold weather mm-hmm. so that would be for me that would be an addition I would really like to see I mean, and that's I think a, there's a critical need for it as yeah, well that's a and great supportive point. services.
0: Yes. And we do have uh, shelters, and we, we yes. do have the, the food pantry and everything, and, and a lot of people work very hard to to help all those people right. in need, which is pretty amazing.
1: Right. And we have the one men shelter, but it's for a very limited amount of time, and I believe it's only for 28 men mm. per night. So, you know, there's no shelter for women or for children in Glen Cove. Wow. And, you know, again, the men, if it's uh, a cold October night, they have no place to go.
0: Right. So, right. I would and like that's to something see that. we can maybe talk about right here on this radio show in the future. Okay. I think that that might be interesting, bringing it up and maybe bring some people in to discuss that topic. Because that, of course, it not only are you passionate about it, but I think it's a very important topic to talk about. I agree with Absolutely. you. Absolutely.
1: Definitely. So let me ask you. I'm going to turn the ah, table. I, I thought you so
0: might. So
1: tell us, what would you like to see? Is I, there anything?
0: I'll tell you. I, I really am very happy with with pretty much everything and like i said this was the first place we looked at we looked at 50 over 50 homes when we were looking around long island this was the first home we saw and then we basically judged every future home we looked at to the one we saw originally which was right here but the one thing i would like to see uh maybe is more um shopping we have a lot of wonderful restaurants and a lot of different things but something like a target or something like that even like a small little target or something shopping because especially for um, kids you know obviously they're constantly going through their clothes it'd be nice to just jump somewhere grab a few items and bring it home, or, or for our senior population, they're not really used to online shopping. Correct. So going to a store, a physical store, and trying on something, having something, I think that would be nice. I
1: agree, I think we have a lot of opportunities there. And even talking about the kids, a place where they can go buy a birthday present for right, their friend, for right. a party. So yeah. I agree, I do think we have a lot of opportunity there with increasing our retail.
0: Yeah, It's a, it's a great place, but of course, there's always room for improvement. We can always uh, make adjustments and make it even better. Um, But uh, yeah, we're going to actually get ready for our interview with Christine Rice, correct? I'm
1: excited. Can't wait to talk to her.
0: Right. So when we come back, we're going to talk to Christine Rice, the executive director of the Glen Cove Senior Center. You're listening to 88.1 FM and WCWP.org. You're
1: listening to a podcast from LIU Studios. If you like what you're hearing, please leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts and subscribe to this show on your podcast app of choice. For more of our programs or to support LIU Studios, visit WCWP.org.
0: Welcome back to Glencove Spotlight. We're here with Christine Rice, Executive Director of the Glen Cove Senior Center. Welcome, Christine.
2: Thank you very much, Eric. Thanks for having me.
0: And uh, we definitely want to get to know you a little bit better. Um, so let's start out with, um, tell us a little bit about yourself, where you grew up and what you've done in the past several years.
2: Okay. Um, I grew up in Garden City, mm-hmm. right here on Long Island, a uh, family of 10. I have four wow. brothers and ten. five sisters. Yes. Uh, my family were shooting, my parents were shooting for 12, but ended up with 10. So. <laughs> they settled on 10. Yes. Yes. Right, so I said quick, 10 is name enough.
0: All your brothers and sisters real
2: quick. Larry, Louis, Jimmy, Paul, Marion Emily Ellen, Catherine, Christine, Liz and Sheila. All right.
0: Story <laughs> checks out. Story fast. checks
2: out. All of my friends used to have competitions as who could say it faster. That was really well done. <laughs> that was really good. <laughs> uh, yes, my, both of my parents were from Forest Hills, Queens. They grew up there. Uh, my mom was an only child. My okay. father had uh, three siblings. So, among the four of them, they had 37 grandkids. my so wow. Father had 10. Two That's of them. Sister and brother had 10. And then his other brother had seven. So, yeah, I grew up very close, close knit uh, to myself and uh, my family and my. One other cousin lived in Garden City. Another mm-hmm. in Manhasset, Another in Indiana. Wow, that's wonderful. So, where'd you yeah. go to school? I went to uh, St. Joseph's Grammar School in Garden City, and then went to the public school for middle school and high school. Wow. Yeah, had a great time. It was, we, most of us did. <laughs> my older brothers. My older <laughs> brothers were in. Uh, some went to grammar school in the city. Some went to the high school. Some went to Chaminade, All oh, the Shaman's different a good things. School. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So.
0: Yeah, my mom wants me to go shaman on. That didn't work yeah, out. I did. <laughs> <laughs> I took the test and everything went. And I'm like, hey, a minute, no girls here?
2: Yeah, why would I want to come well, here? What are you, what are you talking about, know. mom? Yeah, a few <laughs> of my brothers did. Uh, or two of them did. Two didn't.
0: It's a, it's a great school, though. I know, actually, I have family and friends that went there. And they, they couldn't say enough wonderful things about that school. So Yeah,
2: it really. So I have friends of mine whose um, kids are there now. And they love it. Mm-hmm. Great for sports. Great academic.
0: Yeah, so what made you uh, come to the Glencove Senior Center? How How did this come about?
2: Well, um, my mother got diagnosed. It, it kind of goes back a little bit. My mother got diagnosed with Alzheimer's when oh. she was uh, early 60s. Oh, so so I, young. T- Yeah, very young. Um, you know, we saw signs for a while, and then she went, took her to the doctor, and she got diagnosed. So I was her, when my kids were very young, I was her primary caregiver um, wow. for about 10 years. That must have been difficult. Yeah, it's, it's difficult to watch someone you love go through that. Yeah. Uh, I was very lucky. My family, um, my siblings and I, and my father were very hands-on, so we all... It was really a group effort in taking care of her. We were lucky enough to keep her at home. Um, and I just really, you know, going through that and also watching my father go through that, realizing, you know, how much the older um, population, the older seniors really have to give back right. um, and especially watching my mother go through that. I wanted to really speak to her and, and find out more about her history and when she grew up and because with this disease, it's they remember more of their long term than they do their short term. So a lot of her memories she would remember. And I also saw um, the the importance of bridging generations. So my children were with my parents. We lived with them while I took care of her. Um, wow. So that was a really important lesson for them. So once my mother passed and I um, took care of my father for a while and then he passed, I decided I was an elementary school teacher, early childhood in elementary school. And, and where I decided, were you a teacher? Uh, in Garden City. Oh, okay. Yes, teachers aid for a while and then teacher. Was, I, I love that. I've kind of run the gap from... Little mm-hmm. kids to the older population.
0: <laughs> I understand that. What what yeah. ages did you teach? Kindergarten. Oh, that's great. Yeah, my favorite age. Yeah, that's a fun age. Yeah,
2: it was it was it was enjoyable. And but I just decided that, you know, when I was taking care of my mom, I thought I want to do something with that. You know, take bring something positive out of mm-hmm. a, a tough mm-hmm. situation. So I um, got a position at the Long Island Alzheimer's Foundation, which is currently now Long Island Alzheimer's and Dementia Care Center. I'm sorry, Long Island. Alzheimer's and Dementia Center, they just changed it. And I was their director of special events and community outreach. And wow. they have a um, adult day program that they take care of individuals with any form of dementia. So it's a very important respite program for any family living with this disease. So I just decided I wanted to get involved with that. And I really loved, although this that disease does not necessarily only affect the older generation, the older population now, um, I really loved working with the older population. Mm. I really did. I, I, I could sit for hours and speak with them. Mm-hmm. I, in my opinion, they have so much knowledge to share right. and so much wisdom that we, we really have no idea. Yes, I
1: agree with you. And it's so nice to hear like where people's passion comes from when Absolutely. working with seniors, like what, what really brings joy to us you know when working with seniors so i agree with you they do have so much wisdom to share absolutely
2: yeah it's important and they deserve the respect and the dignity Mm -hmm. at the older age so when when carol waldman wonderful carol Waldman, who's at the center for 26 years um decided she was retiring she called to see if you know if i wanted to interview for the position um so i as much as i loved my job uh, at life i thought wow this is really an opportunity that i could have um to really grow my experience and my knowledge and be able to help these individuals who I really think um, deserve it and, and need that help. So that's where I got the position as the executive director and I'm lucky to work with you and <laughs> all the staff and be with all the members
0: all day. Yeah, you become part of the family like overnight. Oh, uh, it's a, it's a
2: yeah. great group, It's I love it. Yeah. I really do love
0: it. It is a special place. Uh, like you said, the, the people that come through there, they all have a story to share. And they all have an amazing, amazing past. And, and they still want to learn something. They still want to try something new. They still want to have fun. And there's so much life left. So that's what's so special about that center. It really is. I know it sounds cheesy, no. but it really is a magical place. I mean, what we see there on a daily basis really is amazing.
2: It, it really is. And it also becomes a second family. Yeah. for people because you see a lot of times as people get older um, there's a loneliness factor maybe their kids have moved away they're not living close to them they want to stay where they've lived for all these years um, their spouses may not be here anymore um, and it's a A place where i've noticed very quickly even in the first couple of months being there that when people come in to sign up they may be a little hesitant right you know it's kind of kind of reminds you of like going to school maybe you're Mm -hmm. going to a school for the first time and you're not really knowing anybody and where are you going to fit in and the staff is amazing eric you as the um, program coordinator i mean you get everybody going and involved (laughs) and they love it every day they come in my office i love that program and it's they're always smiling and people are making friends it's never too old That's right to make mm-hmm. new friends it's never too late to make new friends it's th- they really enjoy themselves and people that may not have been friends maybe in other circumstances of their lives really are enjoying each other at this point and enjoying differences and getting to know each other
0: yeah so we we know now where your passion comes f- mm-hmm. comes from. But now I want to know a little bit about you outside of work. Okay. So, I'm um, I'm interested. What we talked about Broadway. So, mm-hmm. let maybe we should start there. Broadway <laughs> okay. shows. Okay. Do you like Broadway? Do you like going in the city? Are there any favorite shows of yours?
2: I do. Well, I'm in the city a lot. I'm okay. usually in there most weekends. I have um, an aunt who's um, who lives in there, so I usually go in on the weekends and we'll go to church or brunch, and she's very active, mm. um, loves doing things. And as a matter of fact, we and my, my two sisters and I went to see, recently, To Kill a Mockingbird, oh. which is my favorite book growing That's up and my favorite show. movie. Yep. It was unbelievable. I would go and see it over and over again. So that, you know, I do like seeing shows, experiencing um, the city. My family siblings um, have lived in the city for a long time. So when my kids were little, I used to bring them in there all the time, walk around Central Park, go to different plays, see the tree. I think that's such
1: a gift we can give to our children to expose them to To everything around us also, but that we live in one of the greatest cities in the world and we're so close. I mean, my mother did the same for me growing up and Mm -hmm. we always saw shows and went in and my dad's business was in the city and I did the same. For my daughter. Right. And she feels very comfortable. And, you know, that first subway ride, there were so right. many, you know, and so many great memories, but that
2: they also feel comfortable to go in and enjoy it as well. Yeah. So I agree with you. It's true. There's And there's so much to offer. Oh, I mean, wonderful. I used to love it. My son wonderful. at six would be, you know, hailing, taxi, hailing right. a taxi. And, you know, just be, you, you want them, as you said, to be comfortable. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to always have situational awareness and where you are and timing. But um, there's so much positive and so many wonderful things to do in there. So
0: I feel like I missed out, to be honest, when it comes to the city. In my teens and my 20s, I just wasn't that – I went in, but I wasn't like all about New York City. you got to be in New York City. But as I got older and now, of course, for the last like 10, 15 years, I love going in the city. Mm-hmm. I mean, the museums are incredible.
2: Oh yeah, there's you can go see them over and over. again. So
0: much history, the parks, everything. I mean, I love taking the tours. I love going to the museums. It really is fascinating to me, and I feel like I I missed out. I wish I did a little bit more when I when I was younger. But
2: well, now t- you can experience with your kids, right? That's exactly right. Yeah, you you just learn at the same time. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it, that's kind of interesting because you're seeing it at that point. You're seeing it through different lenses than they are. Right.
0: Absolutely. So, which is exciting. Yeah, and and like you said, there's so much to offer. So there's something for everybody. So I mean, no matter great. what you can think of, you can do it in New York City, and it pretty, it's pretty amazing. So,
2: true.
0: so to kill a mockingbird, we got that, check that oh, off okay. the list. So now we got to go into movies. Any, any favorite movies?
2: Well, you know, I've, just coming out of Christmas, of course, my favorite is uh, It's a Wonderful Life. Mm-hmm. Oh, great! That's always that was great. my mother's favorite, and we used to. It used to be played a lot more. We used to be playing for like a month straight at my house. It, christmas time oh yeah yeah yeah
0: i know there's certain channels that will just repeat it they'll just play it over and over again over and over and around again. the holidays yeah
2: yeah, yeah. I, I mean i tend to like i'm, I'm not spe- so specific on certain movies i i really like uplifting movies mm. um i do like old movies um i just watched Bre- breakfast at tiffany's last weekend Classical. and i have to admit it was the first time i ever watched it the whole way through really yes a couple times i've tried and then i've gotten interrupted or you know the kids or whatever but it was it's a great movie yeah that's mm. a classic so yeah.
0: favorite book
2: Uh, favorite book. I used to read all of John Grisham's books. Mm. Yep. I went through a phase where I read my whole bedside table was, but I'm currently I am reading a book Wolf, which was written by Lori from our senior center. Mm -hmm. So I just started that. Yep. I think she's written two books already, right? She's, I think she has. She's yes, gonna,
0: she's in the middle of a third, I believe.
2: Yep. So I'm um, I'm starting to read that one. I haven't gotten too far into it yet, but I'm looking forward to that one. I just don't even have the time to read a book, let alone write I a know. book. Well, you have young kids at
0: home. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I read uh, C. Spot Run.
2: That's what I yeah. read now.
0: <laughs>
1: and then you fall asleep reading it. to <laughs> That's that right. One. I don't even finish. <laughs> right. I remember exactly. those days very absolutely. well. Absolutely. So
0: I I think you, you and I actually discussed. You love traveling too. Yes. So some of some of the favorite places you've been traveling?
2: Well, two years ago when my son was at school, he was at Catholic University, and he did a semester abroad in Barcelona. Wow. So that was a lot of fun. So my daughter and I went to visit him, and um, I have a very good friend who lives in Switzerland. So we spent a couple of days there and then went over wow. to France um, for a day and then spent three or four days with my son in Barcelona, wow. which was great. Um, and then my other best friend from growing up lives in the Netherlands. So I spent three or four days there with her. Wow. It was. What a trip. It was, and that was the first I know. <laughs> I know the only other time I'd been really out of the country was in Greece, which was beautiful. Mm. But this trip, I came back and I thought, I want to travel all the time. Mm. <laughs> I wish I could. It was really exciting. That's great. I figure more travel. You know, when I'm when I'm older, mm-hmm. I'll probably end up someday. Doing more you'll of that. have the time. Absolutely. Right. right.
0: You know, I I certainly love traveling, but I'm also lazy, so I do the cruise ship. <laughs> You know, I don't want to have to deal with this hotel or that hotel. I did all that. I, you know, I stayed in the hostels and did all mm-hmm. that traveling and backpacked it. And I was like, I'm not doing that anymore. So now it's like the cruise. I'm doing the cruise. I'm getting out here. See the, the place. all right did you
2: backpack? Did you backpack
0: across Europe? Uh, somewhat. Uh, you're going to laugh, but I actually crashed my older sister's honeymoon. You didn't. No, I, I, I totally <laughs> did. So we went all over Europe. And I was basically the photographer and they would like oh, look at me oh, and they're like, exciting. we're going to have a day away from you now. And I'm like, all right. So I went and did my own thing, you know, get my wine, get my baguette, sit in a corner, do my thing. And I just so I, sometimes I would hang out with them. Sometimes I wouldn't. But yeah, oh, that's I,
2: great, though. I,
0: I traveled quite a bit. Um, even when I was younger, we actually got to go to Italy when I was with my altar server group from uh, St. Mary's wow, in really Manhasset. So all of these eighth grade boys, can you imagine this? All these eighth grade boys. Okay, All go to Italy with like a handful of a handful of moms, and we're going all over Italy. It was absolutely awesome, but uh, it was a long it's time a great ago. Great experience. Yeah, I, I'm telling you, traveling broadens the mind. If if I had yes. uh, mm-hmm. if I had the time too, I'd love to to take the kids traveling. But uh, it's like, all right, we'll go to Pennsylvania or yeah, go to when Florida. Yeah, they get older, yeah, it, yeah.
1: it's a little easier.
0: <laughs> Definitely,
1: and they'll yeah. remember.
2: Yes, as
0: they get older as well. Yep. So Carolyn's quite the photographer. You into photography at all?
2: Um. I do like taking pictures. I did, uh, uh, one birthday, um, my kids got me this beautiful camera, with telephoto lens, everything. Mm-hmm. I used to take it now. Of course, you do everything with your, with your phone. Um, but I used to love using that mm-hmm. camera. Uh, my brother, growing up, my um, in our basement, my b- father built a dark room for my brother because really? he was into photography in high school. So he used to take all the pictures of us, the black and white pictures, and we had them all framed all over. He was a very good photographer. So I used to love it going in and watching like the old where you dip it in yeah, and then take the, whole the pictures process. out. Yeah. Yes, I've yeah. done that too. So you've been That's doing a lot for of a fun. Long time? Yeah,
1: over 20 years. What, really? Yeah, but I was telling Eric on my iPhone, I have over, t- what, 15,000
2: 15, yeah. pictures. Oh my gosh. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so. Well, you should be yeah.
2: on our Golden Gallery.
0: Yeah. Doing your... Maybe. Nice plug. Your I see what you did there. Come on. I think yeah, that that's would be right. great. Golden Gallery is our art gallery at the mm-hmm. Senior Center. And Do a little, every um, two months we have a new artist.
1: I will talk about that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'd love to see them. The sure everybody, everybody would. <laughs> the Carolyn Art Show.
1: Thank you, Eric.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, well, I'll, I'll buy your first print.
1: Okay. I'll thank you. thank you
0: (laughs) so uh, before we go into our next segment i Mm -hmm. do have an interesting question we got to know you some interests some hobbies uh i kind of like to ask this question to a lot of people but i'm curious as to what you're going to say here what's the (laughs) what's the best advice you've ever been given
2: very simple be kind
0: Mm.
2: that's my mom and well i have to say be kind and also um listen to hear not to answer Oh, I like that. Oh, one. I like that one. Too. I like that a
1: lot. I might write that those down. are my two. Mm, I like that too. You know,
2: oh. they say don't don't just. You have to listen to what the person says. Don't just wait for the ending so that you can say, what... Mm-hmm. like, really hear what they're saying. Mm, I like which that. I think is really important because oh, a lot yeah. of times people, you know, sometimes sometimes it, it takes a lot for people to even speak about things that might be upsetting them or that are important to them, and sometimes if they feel they're being dismissed or they're not really being heard, that they won't they won't talk so. To really be heard, I think, is important.
0: That's a great answer.
1: (laughs) It's it's good advice, too, for people to really slow it down and to stay in the moment and to be present and to listen. Mm -hmm. Because I think sometimes people are so concerned with, what are they going to say next? And they can't just be present. Mm. So I think that's a gift. I really do. You know,
2: have the conversation go naturally. Yes, absolutely. And uh,
0: another question. I I really enjoy getting to know you here. we're, We're enjoying it. What's, you. what's your uh the your favorite present that you've ever received
2: uh well i have to say my my two children probably mm. um and then any gift they've given me because every christmas or present they were you know well you know when they're little how much can i spend what should i get you what should i get you oh, i'm like make me something yeah i said that's really what i want i want something that you can make me and they gave me a, um a gift it's coasters and it's um slate coasters and it had there's four of them and each coaster has one of their favorite sayings that I say.
1: So let that me I say ask you, all the time. Have you saved everything. Yes. Yeah, me too. Yes. I have
2: bins and bins of everything. Oh, well, my, it drives my sisters <laughs> crazy. Dishes, Why are you saving all this? Plaques,
1: like, I Thanksgiving plates, everything. Yeah. You keep it I all? Think it's oh important. everything.
0: Yeah. I try and keep it all. It's it's hard to, to to be able to, you know, keep it without it getting buried in a closet or broken. But I'm we're trying our best to do that. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's especially. hard to keep it organized, but it's it's fun to look back on oh, it absolutely. when you haven't you looked for a long time. Often? Yeah, because the last time I moved, um, I was able to go through a lot. You know, I was kind of getting rid of things and it shocks you really. I was like, oh, my God, I don't remember saving this. <laughs> right. And i look how cute. But at certain points I saved a piece of paper that just had a marker on it, you know, and it was my son from nursery school. <laughs> like I think I can too. throw that out. Right. But <laughs> the other things works. are very are fun to look through.
0: Well, I, I really have enjoyed getting to know you, and uh, I think we're going to take a quick break, and then when we come back for our next segment, I think we're going to get more in depth about uh, senior issues and Great. and questions that I, I think that a lot of our listeners would find interesting about the Glencove Senior Center. So you're listening to Glencove Spotlight with our special guest Christine Rice on 88.1 FM and WCWP.org. We'll be right back.
1: Rome once fell, and all great civilizations do. Is America falling? Could we be doing more? Some say it's because we have stopped focusing on learning and understanding what it means to be a good citizen. That's what this podcast is all about. If civics is dead, what happens next? Subscribe to Civics is Dead on Apple Podcasts,
0: Google Podcasts, Spotify, or your podcast app of choice, or visit wcwp.org slash civics is dead. Welcome back to Glencove Spotlight. I'm Eric Schumann.
1: Hi, and I'm Carolyn Ipell. You're listening to 88.1 FM, wcwp.org. And we're sitting here today with Christine Rice from the Glen Cove Senior Center. So welcome back. It is a pleasure to have you with us today. Thank you very much. Pleasure to be here. Christine, we would love to know some more information about the center. Can you just share a little bit more about us, with us, what you do
2: there? Of course. Um, Well, I'm the executive director. Uh, Glen Cove Senior Center is located right in the city of Glen Cove, 130 Glen Street. Uh, We are a center that welcomes any um, individual 60 years and older. They do not, they could be any um, in any county, um, I'm sorry, any town in Nassau County. They do not have to only live in Glen Cove, which is wonderful. We've got so many programs. We have transportation. We have a meal program. We offer lunch every day. The membership is completely free. We have activities during the day from Tai Chi and loads forms of exercise for individuals. We have um, a singing program, chorus program. Uh, We've got a library that people can come in and take out books, DVDs. We have a row shop, which is a clothing store for men women and we do have some children's clothes at times as well um, all run by volunteers of the senior center members which is wonderful Um, our members get very very involved with all different activities at the center Um, they may be when they first come just maybe a little shy but then before you know it they're volunteering for all different programs trying to figure out new programs that they've been talking to their friends with that they would like to have at the center Uh, we're very open to any suggestions from any of the members for things that they might want to be included or started at the center Um, Eric is wonderful about implementing all those programs um, and getting them started for the individuals that are there we also very importantly have an adult day program um, Mm -hmm. downstairs in the building as well um, for individuals who have uh, any form of dementia Um, Lisa and Melanie are wonderful they run that program down there we do have bus transportation for that as well Um, so it's a very needed and very important respite program for caregivers.
1: Do you offer transportation for both programs? Yes.
2: Okay. Yes, we do. To and and from meals, the center. correct? And meals. Yes. yes we offer um, lunch every day, which is a wonderful lunch. Um, it's usually a hot meal. And then also offer, if you don't want a hot meal, could be a chicken salad, a grilled cheese. So, you know, right. there's many different um, options, you know, dietary options that people need. Um, that we offer coffee tea um, it's a place just for individuals to come um, build friendships as we talked about earlier mm-hmm. um, maybe come and, and just sit and and read in the library but want to be around other people um, just or want to listen to music want to sit and talk you know it's it's wonderful because i sit in my office and you always have any but you know at any time of day people coming in and talking about their day and how what they just joy enjoyed about their program that they just mm-hmm. you know were involved with at the center. So it's it's a wonderfully positive environment to be in.
1: It sounds like it's so rewarding as well for you. It's very rewarding. And I think for everybody that works there.
2: I think, yeah, I mean, getting to know the staff now, I, I, I adore them. They're great. And they they're there because they want to be there. Mm-hmm. They love what they do. They love the interaction with the people. And it is. Every day, you know, you you think, okay, I made a difference in somebody's mm-hmm. in somebody's day, whether they were having a, a tough day and they needed to meet with our social worker, who we do have. Sherry is an amazing social worker. She helps so many um, in our center who may have difficulties with either insurance or something to do with their house or, you know, anything, any any level of questions they may have. <laughs> she helps them um, at, at, at any time. She's needed.
1: helped my own mother with Medicare questions. She's uh, fabulous. She, oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, she, she she's she fabulous. a wealth
2: of knowledge. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't stop until she gets the answers for them or mm-hmm. figures at least that we've helped ease their mind on any questions they have. Yeah, isn't that wonderful? Yes, yeah, she's, she's really amazing. She puts her heart and soul in it.
1: So what's impressed you most so far, being at the center
2: in such a short time? Uh, I have to say how much is offered there, to be honest. Uh, Carol Waldman... created so many unbelievable programs and just an environment that people come in and feel loved Mm -hmm. and welcomed and um or always know there's they're given an opportunity to receive any kind of help they need um it's not just a place that you come in and you have lunch and you know sometimes people think of senior centers as they play bingo they have lunch and Mm -hmm. they go home we do have bingo um and people love it but with you know there's so many other programs and it's 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 coming in there and seeing how much they loved Carol and how much they loved the staff um, and everything that goes on there. You can't help but smile as you're walking around there. I mean, sometimes you have sad days. They're, there you know, with any population that you work with, um, some things can get you sad. But the majority of it is um, the positive um, inclusion feeling that you feel when you're in there. Mm-hmm.
1: And I feel that every time I'm there. You absolutely do feel that. And I think it's such a rewarding feeling to have that as well and t- and to walk in every day with a smile and just to know how you're changing people's lives. Mm-hmm. I think that is just so, oh my gosh, what more do we want to do in life than that? You know, and just add joy, like we were saying, to people's lives.
2: Right, especially people in their older years. I right. mean, oh Grant, right, oh this is gosh, 60, absolutely. so that's not all, That's not old. Right, but I mean, we right. have people who are in their hundreds, you know, right. um, and- how much and joy that they've are alone. Yes, you know people
1: whose children are out of state. Maybe their spouse died. Maybe they're not even living in their home anymore. Maybe they no longer have animals around them. Maybe they're arthritic and they can't get out, but they can get to you and you pick them up and you bring them and they can be with people, so they're not closed in in just their home. Yes, you offer so much. Yeah, and, every day you do such a great job. You do still such good learn.
2: work. Right, they still want to learn things and and be around people mm-hmm. and and it's you know, even just coming in early and sitting with the crocheters, I'm learning how to crochet. love it. You know, all these, all these things that I thought, oh, I would never be able to learn to Mm -hmm. do those things. You know, it doesn't matter what age you are. You can always learn.
0: And speaking of those crocheters, um, every year, they make a, Hundreds. I think this year they made over 1,700, right? Yeah. 1,700 mm-hmm. items. They, they make these items for those less fortunate than mm-hmm. themselves. So scarves, hats, gloves, blankets, everything. And they just give away 1,700-something items to people in need. And it just goes to show you just how amazing uh, not only the center is, but all the people inside the center. Mm -hmm. Um, Just how giving they are and how they still want to contribute and still be a part uh, of society and and do all the things that everyone else does. Um, and, And I think that's the most interesting thing about it is because once people get in that senior center. They realize just what this place is. It, yes. it almost shouldn't really be called the senior center. It should be called like a rec center for seniors mm-hmm. or something. Or a community um, center, mm-hmm. right? You know, like community everybody center. Everybody is welcome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. Yeah, because it, it you know you think senior center and some people there's a stigma there unfortunately and um but once you get over that word and you realize oh my gosh there's so much to do all the trips all the activities all the things and it it's really quite amazing. And like uh, Christine said, it's available for all Nassau County residents, just not city, uh, the Glen Cove uh, residents. So it, you know, if you want to come in and check out the center, there's so much to do, so much to see. It it really is quite special, yeah. So speaking of the senior center, of course, any big event or, or special event that's coming up that you, uh, even if it's down the road, we we want to hear about and, and be aware of.
2: Yes, we have, we're lucky to have um, Sage Foundation at uh, the center, who is, um, uh, raises money for the center, obviously being a uh, not-for-profit. We are always um, trying to keep our programs going um, and raising money to be able to do that. So one of their, their big events is the Golf Outing, mm-hmm. which is June 1st at Glen Cove um, golf club. So we'll we'll be getting more information out about that. There's golf, there's sponsorship levels, there's a dinner lunch, um, a great day just to, just to come out and see how you can support the center that supports so many.
0: Mm. Yeah. And they really do an amazing job every year. The Sage foundation does so much to help Mm. the seniors in that uh, center. So, uh, we're very thankful that for everything that they do.
2: Yeah. They're very dedicated. They're, they're willing to help in whatever way they can, um, you know, help service the seniors um, in this, in this area and all in Nassau County is as much as they can do, they'll do.
0: So we talked about the stigma of the word senior, Mm -hmm. you know, and and how sometimes it's, it's hard for some people to uh, say that they're a senior or or admit that they're a senior. Um, So kind of focusing on that, what do you think is going to be the most challenging aspects for seniors now and in the near future?
2: Well, I think, you know, seniors are living much longer. Mm -hmm. Um, than they used to. Mm -hmm. So there are factors that come in. Um, Aging in place, I think, is a very, very important factor for them. Um, Sometimes people can do that and sometimes people can't. It really depends on their situation. So I think, you know, in healthcare, obviously, is always very, very important. Um, Unfortunately, you know, our health deteriorates as we get older and there's more medication needed sometimes. Um, Sometimes not. Sometimes people don't need to take any. But I think that we are going to need to be even more of a hub and a uh, support for them in terms of decision making um, even with their family members we're, we're, we do um, have conversations with family members for our members. We do always have an emergency contact. Um, if, if a member hasn't shown up in a while, we always make sure they're okay. We check on them. And if we see that something, here, you know, they may be deteriorating in some way or there may be some changes, we try and get in touch with them so that we can see what that next step is that they, you know, so we want to work with them, making sure that we, you know, know what their wishes are. And how we can help them and figure out the best steps for them moving forward so that their older years, they're where they need to be, where they're getting the most help they can they need to get and where they're comfortable, whether that be, you know, aging in place in their home or going to an assisted living facility or maybe moving closer to a family member. Um, so all those factors, I think, and giving the um, senior a sense of security and safety, I think is is extremely important.
0: Mm. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, it, it's uh, something that really needs to be discussed. I think a little bit more often. Some people, it's 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 hard for them to talk about some difficult topics and Mm -hmm. this is one of those things that really does need to be addressed and people need to discuss the senior population more because if I'm not mistaken it's going to be the largest population in just a few years Mm -hmm. right as they say so it is certainly something that needs to be discussed
1: and I also think it needs to be discussed with the children of seniors because so many times they're caught in a crisis situation and they don't know which end is up and there have been no discussions whatsoever Mm -hmm. and that's frightening too you know and it's, it's I think sometimes people just think that'll never happen and my parent my parent will never wind up in the hospital they won't develop alzheimer's you know so they're never forward thinking about what's next um yes. and i really think that's a key piece we need to help people with and bring awareness to
2: yeah and preparation because like you said in a crisis situation mm. it's very difficult to think sometimes clearly as right. to what might be the best thing because your loved one is right. is in a crisis exactly um so to try and help plan um, you know, we can give out lots of resources um, for people in, in what they in what they may need, mm-hmm. um, in, in areas they may need help.
1: Yeah, but I think it's important for children to be having those discussions with their parents.
2: Yeah, it is. And
1: sometimes parents are resistant, but sometimes they're not, you know, and just pushing a little bit and finding out what's important, how do they want to live, where do they want to live, things
2: like that. Yes, and that's where Sherry, our social worker, is amazing mm-hmm. In, mm-hmm. in helping to, to bridge that. You know, as you said, some children don't necessarily see that these things are happening Mm -hmm. and sometimes it's a tough conversation to have. So if you have somebody trained as Sherry is, she's, she's very good at trying to help them through those stages.
0: Yeah, I remember uh, helping her out with uh, she she's so incredible. She also volunteers to do a virtual senior center, which is a special program for seniors that are homebound um, and through the cameras of the computer and everything. They're able to take classes at our senior center, one of which is with Sherry, who does uh, a bereavement, Mm -hmm. which is incredibly important. And sometimes these people don't have an outlet Mm -hmm. to express themselves or or ask questions or, um, you know, just to talk to someone. And she is there for them in this class especially these homebound people who don't have that outlet. So it really is quite amazing.
1: How does that work? Is it on their TV? Is it a phone call? It's
0: through their computer, and it's through a wonderful organization, Mm Self-Help. And uh, they provide these computers. They provide the Internet service. Um, In fact, I would love to have someone call in in one of our later shows to discuss the program for those seniors who are interested in that. Um, But uh there's basically an entire schedule of classes through this virtual senior center. And um, everything's through the camera and they see all the screens. They could take language classes, music classes, cooking classes. So even seniors that are homebound, the senior center is still doing something for those seniors as well and trying to outreach and get those people whatever services they need as well. So yeah, we've uh, yeah. And, and we've talked about how amazing the center. Is. So so how do you become a member of our senior center?
2: It's very simple. You just have to come down to the center and meet with either Jackie or Heidi, um, our site managers, and they will take you through the paperwork, give you a tour, um, figure out whether, you know, upstairs in our senior program would be the best for you, or possibly our adult day program downstairs Mm -hmm. would be better. Um, And just to get you familiar with the center tell you about all the programs you just speak with them and you can come as often as you'd like you could come five days a week if you'd like you can come one day a week and as we said it's completely free
0: yeah it's pretty incredible um speaking of the center there are actually a few dates i'd like to mention just because they are special events at the center um on february 4th we have our black history month celebration and that's going to take place at 12 o'clock on February 5th, we have a Broadway ballads lecture, so this is perfect. We were just talking about Broadway <laughs> today, and we're going to have a, someone coming in doing a whole lecture on all the beautiful Broadway ballads. And again, that's February 5th at 1.30. On Valentine's Day, February 14th, we have a wonderful celebration at 12 o'clock. On February 18th, we have our President's Day celebration again at 12 o'clock. And on February 25th, we have our Mardi Gras celebration Mm. at 12 o'clock. So anytime we have a celebration at 12 o'clock, you also have the option of having lunch with us. You just have to call the Glencove Senior Center ahead and make sure that you let them know, usually a day before, so that they can make sure that they have that lunch available to you. And you actually, like Christine said, have a choice of a a hot meal or a cold meal. And, and of course, we have a dessert. It is a wonderful nutrition program. And um, not only that, but at these special events, we have some wonderful music, some wonderful Speakers, so it really is a wonderful time. We decorate, we take pictures, we have a really good time for all of our special events.
1: Eric, question: Can people find the calendar online as well?
0: Yeah, great question. So we're located, as Christine said, in the middle middle of uh, the city of Glen Cove, mm-hmm. uh, which is on One Thirty Glen Street. You can find us on our website at uh, Glencove dot all one word. Again, that's Glencove dot Or you can call the center if you have any questions, and the number for the senior center is 516-759-9610. That's 516 759 9610. Well, I'd like to thank our guest today, Christine Rice, for being here and talking to us about the Glencove Senior Center. Congratulations on now being the Executive Director, mm-hmm. and we, of course, wish you all the best. I, you were wonderful to work with, and it's amazing to see how much you care for everyone there already, and it's it's really a pleasure to work with you.
2: Oh, well, thank you, Eric. It's, it's a pleasure to work with you as well, and your energy is very, very contagious, and thank you, Carolyn, for having me here today. I really appreciate it, and uh, look forward to hearing the rest of all of your radio Yeah,
0: Yeah, today's focus, of course, was the Glen Cove Senior Center because Christine Rice was here, but we're going to be talking about all different mm-hmm. things and all different special events and all different people of Glen Cove. And I have to say, Carolyn, I think we hit it out of the part for our first
1: <laughs> I trip. think we did too, right? Eric, I'm, not just I'm excited pat, about I'm going
0: to pat myself <laughs> on the back just a little bit because I think we did a great job.
1: It's been a lot of fun today. And Christine, it is just a pleasure to get to know you and to see how you enrich people's lives and what you bring to that center. And you have just so much heart you have one of the biggest hearts i've ever seen and known so oh, thank you it's been much. a pleasure and i would just like to say to anybody listening next time you're going down Glen street stop in to meet christine if you haven't already
2: yes please do i would love yes. that I would and love i think that.
1: she'd give you a big hug and a big hello and you know everyone would love to show you around as well.
2: Yes, and Carolyn, thank you for all your support for the Senior Center. Oh, absolutely. We couldn't do it without you, and it's, it's very much appreciated. Mm-hmm.
1: I love the Senior Center, so someday <laughs> when I'm retired, I will be there full-time so volunteering. I. I've yep, already said that. Absolutely, yes. <laughs> well,
0: thank you, everybody, for listening to Glen Cove Spotlight. I'm Eric Schumann.
1: And I'm Carolyn Ipel. Join us next time for more Glen Cove happenings on 88.1 FM and WCWP.org.